Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Coastal Inundation Reveals the Upside of Climate Change by Clive Thompson In Miami Beach, they call it sunny day flooding. You'll be hanging out downtown under clear blue skies, only to see, whoa, the streets slowly filling with water. Miami Beach, Florida is a coastal city built on porous limestone, so as climate change melts polar ice into the oceans, water is literally pushed up out of the ground. It's an eerie, scary, unnerving feeling, like something out of a sci-fi movie, says Philip Levine, mayor of the city of 90,000. On days when Miami Beach actually gets a coastal storm, it can see a two-foot flood. So the city decided enough is enough. Levine has begun a $400 million resilience plan that calls for installing high-tech drainage systems and painstakingly raising the road several feet. It's not fun to go and raise people's fees, Levine says, but what choice do they have? Global warming denialists, including at times the new U.S. president, claim that climate change isn't happening. This is abject nonsense. Ask anyone who lives near an ocean. They're all dealing with the unsparing laws of physics and the 2.6 inches the sea rose between 1993 and 2014. Flooded basements don't care whether you believe burning carbon-based fuel is raising Earth's temperature or not. That's why coastal cities worldwide are pumping more than $280 billion a year into an adaptation economy, which puts a price tag on preparing for the future. That amount is increasing by more than 4% a year in well-off developed cities. The money is propelling some ingenious engineering. The Dutch are great at this. Rotterdam already has sophisticated dikes, and the city is building newfangled water plazas, buildings with reservoirs that sequester rainfall, letting it seep out into the ground or into wading pools for kids instead of adding to floods. Other innovations even have aesthetic value. 
In China, Dutch engineers are building a sponge city that uses a network of grass gardens and ponds to absorb runoff, an approach they call living with water. Dutch firms, long specialists in the arts of living below sea level, are suddenly in high demand. Climate change, sea level rise, and the risk of flooding is a great business opportunity for us, says a somewhat rueful Piet Dirk, head of water management for Amsterdam-based adaptation firm Arcadis, which is working on the Sponge City. This isn't only about atoms; the adaptation economy has to move bits too. If you want to understand how and where water will inundate the coasts, you have to model it. Cloud supercomputing and lidar, the tech that helps self-driving cars see, have already produced better estimates of storm surges. Even greater puzzles remain, such as how intertidal marshland is affected by encroaching salt water. That stuff is really difficult to model, says Scott Hagen, director of the Center for Coastal Resiliency. Consider this a cursed area of innovation. It shouldn't be necessary, but it is, and we need far more of it. That'll require political action. States and the federal government need to give cities more dough, and Congress should reform flood insurance so that people have greater incentives to protect their homes with, say, tide-proof ground floors, or to avoid building in endangered coastal areas. Meanwhile, impoverished coastal cities worldwide are in urgent need of foreign aid before rising seas create humanitarian and refugee crises. I recently visited an experimental sponge park created by architect Susanna Drake on the edge of an old toxic canal in Brooklyn. Drake filled recessed concrete boxes with soil and plants specially designed to absorb and dissipate flood runoff. It was post-apocalyptically peaceful and strange. This is the one silver lining of our predicament. If we get adaptation right, we'll not only preserve our cities; we'll upgrade them. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.